0: Let's get it on! Oh,
1: balling, ball. oh! There we go, in the air again, this could be out court. the ball going down to Dean long yes,
0: he's got it. Shane
1: Lee comes charging in, seven wickets to McGill. This wasn't bad catch by Shane Lee, he had to pick it up first of That ball. is beautiful ball. Beautifully set up by Stuart McGill. Full credit to the bowler, brilliant performance. Shane Lee continues. Bowled it beautifully. What a catch! What a catch! And that's stumped. Well, what a start for Stuart McGill. It's going to be Shane Lee from the Great Southern Standing. My word, isn't McGill having a good series? McGill's in the frame here. Edge onto the stumps. Shane Lee has done the trick for Steve Wall. McGill gets his five
0: points. Big match to Shane Lee. That's beautiful bowling.
1: SCG McGill.
0: Hi, everyone, welcome to Wickets. Uh, it's a big week in sport with the FIFA Women's World Cup finals dominating hearts and minds. But there's always time for some bat and ball action. So here we are, just for you, Wickets. This week's team features just me, Stu McGill, swashbuckling stroke maker and occasional cricket journeyman. <laughs> <laughs> and wrist spinner, I guess. And then there's also the big boss, Jack Sharp, who's played for most cricket clubs on the planet. He's a consummate professional, and he's a magician. Abracadabra. Afternoon,
1: Stewie. How are you?
0: <laughs> what teams did you play for again, Sharpie? Uh,
1: well, Pembroke Cricket Club in, okay. in Dublin was my team. Then I came over, and as you know, we played together at North Sydney. The Bears. And then I was, went to Brothers. Mm-hmm. Old Ignatians Yes I played a little bit of stuff With the Ogres Who were the Ogres? Right the Ogres Was a team Northern Beaches Colorado And it's an acronym Old guys Really enjoy schooners (laughs) Ogres With And and the team was all full of Ex-North Sydney guys
0: I should have probably asked that Weeks ago But uh, very good (laughs) Uh, Lots of love Big shout out to the Ogres Thank you boys um, I don't like schooners, but I like scotch, so it works for me too. Whatever floats the boat, is that right? Yes, that yeah. is <laughs> Whatever sinks the boat, in my case. Yeah. Now, the first hour of every test match uh, often defines a series. So we're too old to deliver you an hour of content, but how about this? I promise you uh, that we will deliver five or six overs of our best stuff, you work it down. 90 overs a day, 15 overs an hour. That makes four minutes per over. Why don't we give you six of our best overs, Sharpie? Sounds thoughts? good. Yep. Sounds good? Let's do it. Right, let's go. Four minutes starting now. What's the story, Morning Glory? Sharpie, today, I know we've been talking about this many, many times over our vastly, uh, vast compilation of shows now, five, fifth episode <laughs> Do we do fifth anniversaries? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What What did you buy me? We should do, in case we, we, don't, in case we don't make a sixth. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we talk about overrates. Now, uh, just to recap, uh, during the Ashes Series, in the last test of the Ashes Series at the Oval, Australia lost 10 points, 10 Test Match Championship uh, points. Yep. England, through the series, lost 19. Yep. But there's some cool stuff happening, Sharpie, wow. in the Caribbean Premier the League. CPL have brought in...
1: A red card, (laughs) which is great. So let me just, okay, let me tell you here. Here's what happens. You have 85 minutes to complete your 20 20 overs. 20 overs. Okay. If you get to the 18th over, you have a reduction in the number of players outside the circle, which means you've got to have more in, which is is five. So normally you have to have four Four. men inside. Yep. Yep. So that's five. Right. Then you go to six and also in the final over, yep. it's not only six men... Inside. You get a red card, so you're, you, a man is taken off the field.
0: So basically that means that there's only, outside the box, outside the circle, you've probably only got three blokes. Yep. Could, in, in the 20th over of a yep. T20 game. That could be carnage. Now, now also, just quickly on another side of
1: that, yep. if the batting team realise... That oh, these guys are going to struggle. We'll slow it down a bit. You lose five runs if you if you're deliberately slowing down the play. So you could have a situation where in the twenty coming into the twentieth over, you got, oh, okay, one team's about to, or coming towards the twentieth yeah. over, they're about to lose a red card, so get we'll, a red card. So we'll slow change, it please. down. Yep. We need whatever uh, amount of runs to win. Oh, suddenly you've lost five. Well, we did need five to win. We now need ten. So it, it, it's going to be interesting.
0: It, it, look, and you might think to yourself, well, in a, in a T20 game or a 50-over game, it doesn't really matter. Well, do you know what? It's uh, it's actually about respect, and it's respect for the game and respect for the crowds. Because, look, how many minutes did you say that we, we're given per 20-overs? So you've got... 85 to bowl your 20, yep. you've got 80 minutes and 45 seconds to bowl 19. See, see, the, 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 the thing is that that should be easily done. Now, one of my, you know, actually probably my favourite commentator at the moment and, and a, an Australian great, Ricky Ponting, he is really, really strong on this whole overrates thing, particularly in test cricket. He reckons, as I said at the top of the show, 90, 90 overs in a day, which is six hours, four minutes and over, yep. it should be very, very easy, particularly considering at the moment we get um, compensation for, you know, glove changes and wickets and, you know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous how many add-ons you get. And on top of that, we always ask for the extra half an hour on top of the end of the day's play. There's, there's no excuse. Um,
1: and my bugbear, and I've said it before on the fr- on the show, is the, uh, is the umpires. The umpires should be doing more to speed the, the game. I mean, how many drinks breaks do you need? Yes, it's hot, but I mean, you go back 20-odd years ago, you're told to get a drink, you want to get a drink, well, get stuffed, you got to wait 20 minutes.
0: And 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 look, I noticed that one of the big reasons for uh, there being a little bit of a discussion about this is but in the first two tests... Ben Duckett wasn't centrally contracted, and he didn't end up getting paid because the players got fined so much of their match fee. <laughs> he team. didn't get any money. He didn't get any money. So it's all very well for the big guys, your Ben Stokes and the orangutan to do to do well, but poor Ben Duckett. He not only is he a dwarf, but he wasn't getting a cent. <laughs> okay. So so over rates really really matter I to the little, the little people. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's four minutes. Oh dear Okay Next up Sharpie This is all
1: you my friend Going global We're going global Now there's not a huge amount on at the moment In actual fact The only international cricket Currently being played as we speak Is Germany and Guernsey Are locked at one all (laughs) In a best of three T20 series but uh, we've just seen the conclusion of the Indian tour to the West Indies. Yes. They finished their five-game T20 series, and the Windies had a win, 3-2. We reported up to game three last week. Yes. So game four, uh, dominated by the Indians. Windies got 178. India chased it down. One down. Yeah. Our man.
0: Your yesh, main yesh, man.
1: Yeah, it has to be Jaswal, <laughs> 80-odd, and Shubman Gill got a few. But then in the fifth game.
0: Say, say Shubman Gill again. So, <laughs> it always rem- It does sound like you. It I'm, does think, sound I'm like thinking you. of myself in my playing T20 still. <laughs> uh, and then the last
1: game, um, India 165. Wendy's chased it only two down. Brandon yeah. King was the star. 85 off 55 balls. Wow. So See, India win that. Uh, sorry, uh, West Indies win that T20 series. India now travel to Dublin. And I shall be over there uh, next week. It's so very India travel to Dublin. They have got a, a slightly depleted squad. They're resting a lot of guys ahead of the 50-over World Cup. Right. So India travelled to Dublin to play three T20s. Let
0: me just return to this. So, so the well, the world of T20 cricket is supposed to have been redefined and well, I guess defined by India who adopted it from England, um, the ECB, and yet they're getting beaten by the West Indies who whilst they have their own T20 competition, the the Caribbean Premier League, it's really a a, a shock to most people's system that guys coming straight from the IPL Mm -hmm. who are on enormous amounts of money uh, are unable to beat the, uh, the West Indians. Yep. And, well, the West,
1: the West Indies are in a spot of bother themselves, so this is good for them. This, yeah, it's, this well, is good for them because they didn't make uh, – we've mentioned this before – they didn't make the 50 over World Cup. They didn't qualify, so it's good for them. Um, just quickly, a few other things before we run out of time. So the men's and women's 100 is the talk uh, yes. of the town in the UK. And the Oval Invincibles are the team to beat in the men's. They've played 5-1-3. You've got a host of teams on two games. Sam Billings, captain of the the Oval Invincibles. And in the women's, we've got, you'll like this, we've got three teams on top. One of them is the Welsh Fire. Welsh Fire, come on. With a name like Glindur, Glindur. (laughs) We've got uh, the Welsh Fire. Phoebe Litchfield. Great. Uh, He's playing for the Welsh Fire. Plenty plenty of runs over there. Good. and we've also got in the men's thing a guy a name you want to look out for a guy called Gus Atkinson who yes. I thought might get uh, might get a start towards the end of the Ashes 25 year old Seymour from from Surrey that's a name to to look out for in the LPL which is the Lincoln Premier League just quickly we have Almost the end. Of, we've reached almost the end of the pool games. The finals are coming up. Uh, Dambula Ora are <laughs> top of the table. We've got yes. Ben McDermott, Alex Ross and Hayden Kerr are the Aussies playing for that team. And Babara Zam. The Pakistani is the leading run scorer. And in that as you
0: predicted, Sharpie, there's a problem with 50 overs versus the 100. Well,
1: this is the thing. I mentioned last week that the one day cup is going to suffer. Uh, Sean Dixon, Somerset captain, came out and said they had a completely depleted team. All their best players have gone to the 100. And it showed. They played Gloucester. Gloucester got 454. <laughs> In Ouch. their 50 overs, James Bracey, not the NRL commentator, Jason, James <laughs> Bracey, 224 of 150 balls. The uh, the Somerset, uh, sorry, the Gloucester skipper, Somerset got 250 in return. But yeah, Sean Dixon has complained. He said, "Listen, this is no good.
0: Uh, we're losing all
1: our best players."
0: I think it's fair to say you and Shane Dixon are right. Sean, Dixon. Sean, Sean. Dixon. Well, I'm right. You're wrong. There we go. <laughs> Perfectly timed. Perfectly timed. Not, not a, bad. Yeah. Not bad. Um, my favorite, uh, my favorite over. Um. UAE. This week, U-way. yeah, this week, this week, we're going to prove that we're not just all about cricket. Um, it's not UAE Le cricket. It's UAE la France. And UAE uh, la France, Sharpie, I, I think that anybody who's uh, a football fan around the globe, it's not just people who are in Australia who's hosting the the, the FIFA Women's World Cup. Um, it's, it's, it's set the world on fire. Certainly down here, but it's, it's, it's electric. For anybody who's been walking down the street through Moore Park, they'll know. And France isn't there. And the reason it's UE La France is because they got knocked up by That's right. L'Australie. Well, I can tell you
1: where they are. They're probably on a plane back to Paris. <laughs> QF1,
0: you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> QF1 out of here. Yeah. Look, um, it's been a very, very big uh, year for Australia versus England. Um, yep. uh, Australia plays England in the Women's World Cup on Wednesday night. Yep. Um, you know, lots of people are you know, absolutely bristling with excitement. Of course, um, Spain has to play against Sweden um, before then. That's played uh, on Tuesday night. But Australia's played against England three times this year in uh, women's sport. It's uh, the Diamonds, the, the netball team, yep. the Australian women's cricket team and uh, uh, also the football team and we've we've come up trumps three times. Oh, yeah. And okay. the men's man, ashes, retain right. the ashes. Retain the ashes, retain the ashes, we drew. But uh, there's a fourth uh, tournament uh, that you might not have heard of. Right, what's, um, what's that? It, well, this year, earlier this year in Las Vegas, uh, Australia played against England in the World Scrabble Championships. <laughs> <laughs> and Apparently, it was one of the biggest online viewerships of 900 people, but um, <laughs> they all had triple word scores. Do I buy a um, vowel? Yeah, 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 no, you can't buy. That's Oh, no, that's countdown. Wheel of Fortune, yeah. you muppet. <laughs> um, but uh, look, it's worthwhile saying that, uh, you know, I-, I normally watch APL, um, but. It's very, very difficult to walk down the street in Australia at the moment, certainly, without somebody asking you. If you jump in a car, um, a cab or on the bus, everybody's wearing a Matilda's scarf or beanie. Um, Everybody's talking about it. The TV numbers have smashed all... Normally in Australian TV numbers, it's um, AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final, State State of of Origin... It's just absolutely ripped it to pieces. And um, we, before we uh, come into the studio here, we normally meet at a, a pub across the road. Sharpie, the clock. What mm-hmm. was the? Uh, what's the vibe in there? Yeah, well,
1: they were recording um, a couple of things. They had a TV crew in there earlier on, <laughs> yeah. recording some of the some of the fans and their views on the the upcoming semi. But um, yeah, and even just at the ground, I mean, the sellout crowds now they've reduced the ticket prices, which is fair enough. But I've I've always complained that a lot of sports should be doing that uh, to try and fill grounds. It's very expensive now to go to a, a day at the cricket or a day at the uh, the rugby league, or to go to the Bledisloe Cup rugby union, and wondering why nobody goes and watches the Wallabies, especially well, with your
0: pine sauce. There in is there. a
1: conversation about this sport. Itself, but
0: um, the price of tickets is, is crazy. So, um, so it's yeah. been great this this tournament. They've they've made sure whilst there's still the, the incredibly expensive as you would expect um, hospitality packages, there are also tickets that you know you and I can buy, which is which yep. is great. And people have been buying them. Yep. So my cousin's coming up from Melbourne with his two daughters and his wife Beautiful. to watch, and uh, they're watching. They're lucky enough to have tickets to both the semi and the final. So. You know, hopefully, Australia gets through. The only thing I will say is
1: it's a little bit premature to be talking public holidays. I don't think the team will <laughs> want to hear about that. The team will just be they say, well, hang on, we're only in the semi-final, they're talking public holidays if they win. Just just hold
0: off for a week. <laughs> Matilda Day. <laughs> okay, where are we now? Magic moments, Sharpie. Oh, magic moments. Have you got anything magic for me? Well, Penny
1: Shang's not here today because it does kind of involve him, but okay. also you'll remember this. So magic moments a couple of weeks ago we spoke about yourself yes and then we spoke last week about Shane hitting the sign in the uh, uh, domestic one day competition in Australia so is it your turn it's my turn good now my magic moments on the cricket field is all club cricket and stuff like that and nobody's going to be interested in that but I'm I sure have, they're uh, spectacular Oh, amazing so I have a magic moment from off the field mm-hmm. right and it revolved let me paint a picture here when I first arrived in Australia played cricket at North Sydney mm-hmm. Saturday night always went out with the the North Sydney with the players. Bears. Yep. And then on Sunday night, used to catch up with a few Irish guys and we'd go to some of the Irish pubs. Popular one was Kitty O'Shea's over in uh, Paddington. You remember it?
0: I do remember do Kitty it. O'Shea's. I also remember so, Scruffy Murphy. Scruffy, yep. Murph. <laughs> <laughs> Scruffy
1: Murphy. St. Pat's Tavern. So it was Kitty O'Shea's <laughs> and then St. Pat's. It was. And now it's PJ O'Brien's on King Street. Shout out to Fergal of King Street. All right. Hey, so Fergal. What we used to do, yeah, Saturday and then Sunday was with my Irish mates. But I used to, I'm now a full-time pro- professional magician but I used to always do a little bit of magic there even then when I wasn't doing full-time. And I had this mind-reading game, which I introduced to the cricketers at North Sydney, called Snap. Yes. Snap's the name of the game. Okay. Basically, to say what it was, it was uh, you get someone to think of the name of a famous person. Mm -hmm. I would leave the room. uh, I'd come back in and just by clicking my fingers a couple of times – you've played it. I have. clicking my fingers a couple of times – they had to tell... Them. Oh, actually, I'll test you out. We okay. had a couple... Here we go. Right? I'll just do a quick example. See okay. if you remember. Let's see how we go. Right? Snap's the name of the game, Stu. Okay. Marilyn Monroe. Correct.
0: <laughs> you remember? I that's a little bit that's a little bit sneaky because obviously a magician never reveals his tricks. No, don't tell them. But, and we're not going to. But that one was a code. Yeah, I mean, we've got to be honest. A, that was a special code. So anyway, <laughs> so what happened
1: was, yeah, Saturday night was out with the cricketers. Now it's a two man game, so I had to tell someone. And yep. the captain of first grade at North Sydney at the time was a fellow by the name of Phil Marks. Yes, Skid, who you know well. Yeah. Skid then, of course, he wasn't always out with me. He had to tell someone, and he told a fellow by the name of Scott Hooky. <laughs> now, the thing, if you don't want anyone in the world to know something you don't tell well actually put it this way if you want everyone in the world to know something what you do is you <laughs> tell God scott hooky. hooky to keep it a secret <laughs> that's what you gotta do so they started playing it and then on the sunday yep. as i said kitty o'shea's i was yep. in kitty o'shea's on a sunday once and a lot of cricketers came in yes right. and i was thinking what's going on here and shane lee and a lot of the new south well new south wales had just played a game so yep. they were all in and they would heard through hook how to play snap. So they're all playing snap. And don't forget, this is uh, before the internet and stuff like that. So Kitty O'Shea's on a Sunday was like a real-life Tinder. Yeah, right. right.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so they're playing, this snaps the name of the game. So then a couple of weeks later, Australia played Pakistan, Pakistan. at yep. the SCG in a one-day. Yep, my first ever game. There you go. Um, S. McGill, four for Four for 17. Including yes. man of the match. Oh, stop it. Right, man of the so Six and Out, uh, which was a band which had Shane Lee, Brett Lee, Richard Cheekwee, uh, Gavin yeah, Robertson, yep. Brad McNamara, were playing at Kitty O'Shea's that night. So the whole Australian cricket team, plus all the New South Wales guys that were in every first-class yeah. cricket in New South Wales, plus all the first-graders from all the clubs that the guys were involved in, in were excess all there. were there as well. They yeah. were all there. Yeah. Um, and a couple of the guys... Um, Wanted to play this snap. They said, well, the originator's over there and I wasn't expecting all you guys to come in. Said, over there. So I started doing snap with all the... Aussie guys. Aussie guys on unsuspecting Irish female backpackers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, listen, the deal here is you buy me a drink, we'll do the name and then I'll leave you to it, all Right? So yep. I was getting free drinks all night and this went on any time. Rightly I so. Yeah, so people, people often say, well, how come you know a lot of these international cricket because I followed up with working in corporate hospitality and meeting them and any time you walk into the SCG for the Sydney Test Match up in the Noble there's all these ex players and so like Hey Irish, hi mate, how you doing? So I got free drinks and introduced uh, a lot of the Aussie cricket teams to their future girlfriends and wives perhaps.
0: It Uh, must have been a little bit difficult for you considering half of us couldn't spell our own name. No, well there was some of the Australian cricket team
1: who, yeah, definitely couldn't spell their own name. So I had to help them out with the... Not that we're giving too much away on how the game (laughs) works.
0: So that's a magic moment. There we go. Snaps the name (laughs) of the game, Sharpie. That's a magic moment. All uh, right. Now, we're into something that's probably good for me. Um, yes, no, sorry. Remember, controversy corner. Um, look, as my career unfolded, um, body uh, body mass started to become a little bit of a, 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 an, in, an issue, um, especially considering, you know, my knees and ankles weren't in perfect form. But I've just seen something. Cricket South Africa has just decided which is fantastic for me, that um, they're not going to enforce their strict fitness um, classifications anymore. Now, what that means is the 2K uh, time trial that they do for all of their players, men and women, yep. and their skin folds aren't going to be enforced. If you don't go far enough, uh, if you don't go quick enough for your 2K time trial, um, then you can still be picked at the discretion of the coach now and the selectors. That means you've still got to take wickets and be able to perform your duties. Yep. But if you don't meet the strict guidelines, then you're out. Because Dani Van Von Nier- Von Nierkirk, who was a former South African captain, she arguably, uh, her omission arguably cost them um, a World Cup last year because she was omitted. It was ridiculous and it was devastating. Yep. But it's good for me. I think I could play again. What do you think, Sharpie? Well, I mean, was
1: it um, John Buchanan as coach? Yes. He took you guys on the on the boot camp, famous boot camp. Boot you got injured. Camp. Actually, I don't think you were the only one who got injured. Was that- Let me
0: let me have a think about it. So, so we were about to get into our um, busiest year of Test cricket. Ever, I think we played something like fifteen test matches in the in the following year. So this is what about 1999? Oh no, it would have no. been um, early two thousand, so maybe two thousand and five. Oh, up to that far? Okay. Yeah, five or six even right. maybe. Um, actually, it would have been it would have been the summer of five six, I reckon. Okay. Um, but we went on this boot camp, and I remember thinking, "This is ridiculous. I can't. If I sleep on the floor, I'm not going to be able to work walk for a week." Yeah. Um, as you said, it wasn't just me who got injured. I injured my knee. Simon's injured. Michael Clark injured. Michael Kasperwitz injured. Never played again. Wow. Never played. Never played again. Wow. Um, Shane Warne injured. Phil Jakes, um, yep. who opened the batting for us uh, and, and coached around the place, Queensland, New South Wales. Yep. He was dropped. He was doing a, a, an abseil. Yep. And Matthew Hayden was on the, on the rope. And dropped him. He he free fell wow. 50 meters, like five zero, 50 meters. He was almost jammed. And I don't know how he sort of ever coped with life again because he was dropped. Um, and they finally, Hados finally worked out what was going on. Right. So that was a boot camp. I mean, and and that was just to make us fit and team bonded and all that sort of crap. And, you know, I mean, I know Shane and I both sort of felt that. John wasn't the world's greatest practitioner in the coaching department. Did you miss? Um, did you miss a series? Because no, of look, it? I didn't get picked. I didn't end up getting picked at all during that series. And I might just say that, despite the fact I said that, you know, it was a total debacle. Um, I think Australia won the Ashes five 0 that summer. <laughs>
1: So, so yeah, look, so it was after the 05 <laughs> after in England, 05. was it, in England? So you came back here yeah. and it was – so it would have been the uh,
0: Warren-McGrath-Langer retirement at the SCG, was yeah. that the – yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so, so John Buchanan, Muppet, but maybe masterful genius. Wow. Well, You've got I, twenty I seconds. What do you What do you think about this? Well, uh, I was
1: wondering. Apart from boot camp, was there um,
0: was there an RBT as well? <laughs> <laughs> I got breathalysed actually one morning driving the team bus to Melbourne. What are you driving the team <laughs> bus for? I used to like driving the team bus, but fortunately, I'd been sick, so I, I managed to pass. It turns out. <laughs> More, more more, for later. <laughs> right, another,
1: another week's episode.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, now it's time for the final countdown, and um, we we'll promise to keep it brief um, today. Um, Sharpie, you're, you mentioned you're going to Ireland. Yes. Um, Let's talk about around. it. Well,
1: India are there for um, three T20s, as I said, I'm going over there. I've got some family stuff and uh, catch up with my mates at Pembroke Cricket Club. Very good. And yeah, I'm going to to watch Ireland India. As I said, India have a a weaker squad, yeah, um, because they're resting a lot of the guys ahead of the 50 over World Cup, which is which is understandable. And what about well, Ireland? Well. They're a chance. There a chance. They played uh, very well out here in the um, in the, the T Twenty yeah. World Cup. They they looked like they weren't going to get out of the group at one stage. Once they got out of the group, they made a really good account of themselves. Obviously, beat England at the MCG and um, put up a good fight against some of the others. Um, Are you number one fanboy? No, not at all. Not but at all. you've but you haven't missed an Ireland game for a while. Not at all. Uh, look. I'm a I'm a cricket badger. <laughs> I love my cricket. It's handy. Uh, there's a trip. It wasn't the initial plan to be there when it's on, but it happens to be on. There's also some one days in the UK, which I don't think I'll get to. But um, yeah, I, I love I love uh, I love the game, and it's not just Ireland. I go out and watch, um, obviously the the Test matches, and travel around Australia to watch cricket well, as well.
0: When I talk to you next week about these island games, what what are you going to report? Will the weather be, be well? Issue? I'll be
1: there. We'll be saying yes. I might be uh, I might be reporting from a, a wet and windy. Malahide, but um, <laughs> we'll do our best. And while I'm over there, of course, the Aussies are going to be South, in South Africa, Africa. Yeah. for um, for their three T20s. Yeah. Um, interesting news, South Africa—they've included um, A Baby AB, Baby AB. They call them uh, Dual Brevis. Um, yeah. Um, you were uh, salivating about him
0: he, under he's, he, is yeah that only a teenager. I'm not under sure if I should be salivating about an under 19 well. men's championship, <laughs> <laughs> but I was. He he he, uh, he made he made the most amount of runs. What did he make? Well, more than 500 runs in the series. Yep, 500 yeah. runs. He got a couple of
1: hundreds. One against the. Um, Bangladeshis and uh, another one against the powerhouse of Uganda, but you can only get runs <laughs> against uh, who's bowling to you. He got 506 runs at an average of 84 in just wow. six digs. So he can play. He, he made his IPL debut for the Mumbai Indians, yep. but he hasn't made his international he's debut played, yet.
0: He's also playing in the 100, I think. He's with a the squad there, and he's played in the CPL. So for somebody so young, a 20-year-old kid, he's still very, very experienced. And this is the way that I'd kind of like... Um, Australia to look at their, you know, their future, if if you like. Well, he's alongside three other uncapped South Africans, right? So
1: it's a long, long time since Australia have now. Obviously, you might be in the luxury that you don't have to, yeah. but um, it is going to come. We've well, we mentioned it before on the show. The some of the Australian players are getting on there in years, yeah. so Australia are going to have to make some some changes. Um, Hopefully, as Usman Khawaja said, if David Warner finishes in Sydney, he wants to try and play on for another um, six to 12 months so that there isn't suddenly two guys going at the same time. Because um, it can affect the team. You have got three or four um, established players leaving at once. It can affect. But um, yeah,
0: it, it, we've will got, to the time. In, got to get some we? young guys in, don't we? I think it'd be particularly good for the younger guys to play alongside a David Warner well, or right. Steve Smith. There's no point, or particularly with the young. Um, Quick bowlers, Lance from Perth, would know, love to bowl yeah. with Starkey and Hazelwood. There's you know? a few little opportunities in, in the big bash. Um, yeah, but, but it uh, d- doesn't count. We need to get them into the internationals. Yes, yeah, I agree. And, and, and I think that based on the fact they all have had this T20 experience around the globe now, it would be a good time for us to do it. I think one of our um in, in South Africa is 27. <laughs> um, anyway, yep. that's the way it goes. End of. Thank you very much, Sharpie. That's it. That's, uh, I can't believe you're in the wickets again. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> now, everybody, thank you very much for listening to wickets. Um, please subscribe, repost, like, and share us uh, at wickets208 on Twitter and Instagram. And then follow us with five stars on Spotify and Apple. Uh, next week, there'll be more wickets with uh, fresh bowlers and more overs. Thank you very much. Thanks.